Welcome to House Call, the podcast where we dive into the do's and don'ts of interior design. I'm your host, Caroline Klein. I'm an interior designer, vintage obsessed, and I want you to love coming home as much as I do. I'm here to give you practical tips and a roadmap to creating a home you never want to leave. Think of this as a coffee date with your interior design bestie. Let's get into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you so much for listening. First of all, I just want to say I have been struggling with a cold for the last week, and I'm hoping my voice doesn't sound too weird, but if it does, I apologize. Before we start talking about this week's topic, I'm going to begin by talking about what I have been loving lately. For the past couple weeks, I have been obsessed with this sort of dark, navy kind of charcoal wall color. It looks so good. I've been scrolling through all of these beautiful living rooms and stuff with this color and moody rooms aren't anything new, but I have just been loving this color with like the combination of kind of a crisp white and then like a little bit of like rust accents. I just think it's so beautiful. Navy blue can sometimes lean a little bit kind of preppy. And I think in order to avoid that, I like the shades that have like a little bit more like gray and charcoal in them that are just like a little bit dustier, if that makes sense. Sincerely, Marie Designs has a living room that she's done that has these really pretty navy walls with white paneling on the lower third of the wall and like a crisp white sofa and it is so beautiful. I'm just trying to figure out a project or a room in my own house where I can incorporate it because I'm obsessed with it. It is not unusual for my husband to come home from a work trip and I have hauled off and painted something like a room or a piece of furniture or something. And normally he's totally fine with it, but I do think he would be pretty shocked if he came home and our living room was navy blue. So if you are listening and you want to create a moody, but still kind of crisp and fresh space, let me know because I have been dying to use this color. Okay, let's dive in. Today we are going to be talking about a few things that you can do to love your home right now. This will hopefully give you a good starting point on creating a house that feels like an escape rather than just the place where the chaos happens. Not that everyone's lives aren't chaotic, but I want to help you create a space that feels beautiful and functional and not just a holding cell for your stuff and just where you sleep at night. Okay, first thing that I want to offer is simply declutter. Clear off the surfaces in your home and purge. This is something that I feel so passionately about. I am ruthless when it comes to getting rid of stuff. If we don't use it or we don't absolutely love it, I don't want it taking up space mentally or physically in my home. And I think that this brings up something that's kind of important. When your space is cluttered with junk, your mind is going to feel cluttered because your brain has to sort of parse through all of this visual stimuli in addition to trying to make basic decisions in your day-to-day lives. So that's why I think it's truly so important to just go ahead, make decisions about what to do with your stuff. Don't procrastinate on it. Don't think like, oh, I will, maybe I'll use that one day or I still need to decide what to do with that. Just simply make a decision, 
get rid of it, sell it, keep it, and then move on with your life. I read somewhere that clutter is just you procrastinating, procrastinating on throwing away stuff, shredding stuff, returning stuff. And I know so often people are like, well, you know, I might use it one day, but that's procrastinating on making a decision. So just spend a day or two going through all of the junk that's lying around and tell yourself that you have to get it dealt with. Sometimes I go into people's homes and it is truly not a bad looking home. And they're like, I just, I need help with interior design. And I'm like, your home is like really not bad. If you just cleared off the surfaces, I think you would feel so much better about your home. And the last thing that I want to say is we all have stuff that people have given us or that we spent money on at some point. And for some reason, we feel like we need to hold on to it just for one of those two reasons. And I want to offer that maybe you don't. You don't have to hold on to stuff just because. The second thing that you can do to love your home now is just rethink your furniture layout. This can make such a difference in terms of functionality. I often go into people's homes and they have all of their furniture pushed up against the walls. And sometimes having one or two pieces of furniture pushed up against a wall is the right move, but a lot of times it isn't. And this is one of the things that I think makes interior designers very valuable is space planning and understanding how people move within a room. By pulling your furniture off the walls and creating spaces that kind of promote conversation and a little bit better flow, you're going to be happier with the result. When your furniture is pushed up against the walls, you have this huge kind of vast space that can make your home feel like a little bit disconnected and awkward. Whereas when you're pushing everything a little bit closer together, it kind of promotes a little bit more of a cozy, intimate feel. So by simply rethinking how your space flows together, it can be a real game changer for how you feel. And one more note about furniture layout, start with a big area rug. It'll help anchor your space and provides a really good starting point for you figuring out the best furniture layout for your home. Okay, the third little tip that I want to offer to love your home now is choose a color palette and stick to it. This, I think, is a very fun and functional tip, and it might seem obvious, but I think in reality, people get distracted by so many options out there. You've got the internet, you've got Pinterest, you've got your friend's beautiful home, and your mother-in-law's giving you recommendations, but I think when you just narrow your focus onto what you really love and the colors that you really love, you'll be much happier. I would recommend that you choose a few colors for each room and let that guide all of the decisions that you're making in that space. And by colors, I don't mean orange or blue. I would suggest that you try to think a little bit more subtly than that. So pick specific hues or shades and don't forget about things like your trim color, the wood tones in your space and other small things like hardware colors like antique brass or bronze. By narrowing your focus down to a singular color palette, it's going to help you narrow down your choices so much. The thing that I hear the most from people is that they are so overwhelmed by too many choices and there's a million beautiful options out there and the fact that we have the internet just makes them all available to us. But by giving yourself just a few color parameters to work with, you're, I think, 
I think you're giving yourself so much freedom because not every single pretty thing is right for your home and that is okay. The next tip that I want to offer is layer in your lighting. I think I've talked about this a few times, but it bears repeating. I think homeowners often don't realize what a difference lighting can make in their home. And so here are a few things to consider. Don't just rely on overhead lighting. Can lights are obviously necessary in almost every single house. And of course, you need plenty of light when you're moving throughout your life. But it shouldn't be, in my opinion, the only form of lighting in your home. Chandeliers and pendants and sconces and things like that all add kind of a design statement. And then they also allow light to kind of filter in from different angles and directions rather than straight down. So it's a great way to kind of diffuse the light in different ways. And then they're also a great way to showcase your personal design aesthetic. I also like to recommend that you're placing lamps strategically throughout your space. I like to have a few different lamps in every room. I like to make sure that they're all kind of spread throughout the space evenly rather than just like on one side of the room, for instance. That way, when the evening comes, you can turn off the overhead lights, use your lamp light to evenly illuminate your room, and it's just going to feel so much cozier and more welcoming and a better environment for your family to wind down at the end of the day. So some different accent lights that I like to include are chandeliers, pendants, um, art lights, sconces, candles, lamps. And then within that, there's so many different styles and colors and materials that you can go with. Generally speaking, I try to have at least two to three forms of lighting in each room, whether that's a few can lights, a pretty chandelier, and a couple lamps or adding in an art light here or there, or a really cool sconce. It helps kind of provide this layered design look that looks more high-end, but it also just evenly distributes the light sources throughout your space. And a side note on lighting, I typically opt for more of like a warm light or a more neutral bulb rather than like a bright, cool light. Bright, cool lights just kind of make me feel like I'm in an operating room and I don't love that for my home. So I typically go with something like a 3000 Kelvin bulb or maybe a 2700 Kelvin for a little accent lamp or something. Okay, and the last little tip that I want to offer is swap out the strictly functional things for prettier versions of them. And if you can't swap it out, figure out a place to store it. This is such a little tip, but to me, I think it just brings a little bit of joy into sort of your daily moments. You could put your dish soap into a pretty bottle or have a nice wood scrubby brush instead of a plastic one. Or you could decant your olive oil or vinegar bottles into something that looks really beautiful that sits out on the counter and you have a little cellar of salt next to it. All of a sudden, these sort of little swaps that you make create an intentional styling moment. And to me, it just makes it feel a little bit more like luxurious when you're doing your dishes or when you're cooking. And it doesn't look just like a collection of stuff that's sitting out on your counter, if that makes sense. Another thing that I love to do is put your produce in pretty ceramic berry baskets or in a 
beautiful glass bowl or something. In the bedroom, you could get really beautiful baskets or a really pretty hamper for your laundry instead of a plastic laundry basket. Basically, by making all of these utility items beautiful, you're sort of creating a beautiful life that you get to live in. And it can make these little kind of drab moments in your day just feel more romantic or soothing. Basically, my rule of thumb is I try to avoid having anything plastic sitting out on a permanent basis. And I know that sounds a little bit extreme, but you can slowly swap things out bit by bit. It doesn't have to happen all at once. That would be insane. And another thing I want to offer is I know I personally go on social media and I see everyone has these impeccable fridges and these beautiful pantries and everything is in clear glass jars and if that works for that person absolutely go for it but I personally wouldn't start there I would start with the things that are sitting out in that I'm seeing on a daily basis and then when you're ready work your way into the storage spaces All right, so I know this has been a pretty quick episode, but I hope it was helpful. Just to recap, five easy things to do to love your home right away is declutter your home, rethink your furniture layout, choose a color palette and stick to it, layer in lighting, and swap out the less than aesthetic functional items for prettier versions. So those are my top five recommendations, but I have one little piece of advice before we go is use your pretty things. I see so many people that don't want to use their pretty like nice things like their beautiful dishes or tablecloths or cloth napkins. And to me, that's totally defeating the purpose. Use your cloth napkins for your everyday dinner. Why not? It makes a weeknight meal just feel a little bit more special and a little bit more intentional. And I just think every day we should have little moments that feel like something special because you deserve it. And so why not pull out your slightly nicer things a little bit more regularly? All right. I hope this was helpful. If you guys have any other suggestions of things that you can do to love your home now, I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.